Good morning, and welcome to Simply Economics. It's Saturday, February 3rd. On today's show, a macroeconomic researcher wins the Blue Chip Forecasting Award from ASU, and we take a closer look at the Hang Seng Index, ASX 200, and Nikkei 225, and their impact on central banks and macroeconomics. Plus, we analyze the CRE Global CRE Outlook, highlighting macroeconomics, normalization, and strategic investing. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Economics. We start off with a focus on the future of the U.S. economy. Michael Cosgrove, principal and founder of The Econoclast, Inc., predicts a mild recession with more disinflation and a decline in the funds rate. Cosgrove is set to share his 2024 economic outlook at an event where he will also be honored with the Lawrence R. Klein Award for Blue Chip Forecast Accuracy for 2023. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Bella. Can you tell us more about Cosgrove's predictions and this award? Certainly, David. Cosgrove's predictions include a mild recession and a 100 basis points decline in the funds rate. He will be sharing these predictions and more at a live event on March 6th at the University Club of New York. The Lawrence R. Klein Award, which he will receive, is one of the most prestigious recognitions in economic forecasting, judged and sponsored by the W.P. Carey School of Business at Arizona State University. What is the basis for awarding the Lawrence R. Klein Award? The award is given based on the accuracy of forecasts published in the Blue Chip Economic Indicators newsletter. The winner is selected based on the smallest average error for GDP, consumer price index, and unemployment over the past four years. It's worth noting that the past four years have seen a number of unpredictable economic events, making Cosgrove's accurate predictions particularly noteworthy. What is Cosgrove's background in economics? Cosgrove is a professor emeritus at the University of Dallas, where he taught economics and published in academic journals focused on economics research. He has been a long-term participant in Blue Chip Economic Indicators, the Wall Street Journal Survey, Western Blue Chip Economic Indicators, and Pulsonomics. In fact, he had the best home price forecast at Pulsonomics in 2014. Prior to his academic career, he worked at Gulf Oil. What can we expect from Cosgrove's upcoming economic forecast? During the ceremony, Cosgrove will discuss current challenges in macroeconomic forecasting, prospects for growth through the remainder of 2024 and early 2025, the status of inflation and its implications for monetary policy, and financial and housing market performance and risks. It will be an opportunity for attendees to gain insights into his economic outlook. That's certainly something to look forward to. Thanks for that update, Bella. Now, shifting our focus to the global markets, on Wednesday, the Hang Seng Index led the Nikkei 225 and the ASX 200 into positive territory. This was fueled by U.S. inflation figures and moves by the Chinese Central Bank. However, modest overnight gains from the U.S. signal caution for Thursday, with economic indicators from Japan and Australia in focus. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Michael. Can you tell us more about the factors that led to this rally in the Hang Seng Index? Certainly, David. The rally was largely driven by softer-than-expected U.S. consumer price inflation figures, which raised bets on the Fed ending its rate hike cycle. 
This led to a rally in the NASDAQ Composite Index and also had a positive impact on the Dow and the S&P 500. Additionally, economic indicators from China, including better-than-expected retail sales and industrial production numbers, suggested that Beijing's stimulus measures were taking effect, which further supported the appetite for riskier assets. And how did the U.S. retail sales data factor into this? U.S. retail sales fell less than expected, while producer prices signaled easing demand-driven inflationary pressures. This supports the notion of the Fed ending its rate hike cycle amid falling inflationary pressures, which in turn increases the chance of a Fed rate cut in the first half of 2024. This had a positive impact on the U.S. equity markets, which may set a cautious tone for the Asian session. What about the economic indicators from Japan and Australia? How might they influence the markets? This morning, machinery orders from Japan beat forecasts, suggesting a possibly improving demand environment. However, trade data sent mixed signals. Exports rose at a more modest pace, while imports declined at a less marked rate. For the ASX 200, Australian employment figures could influence sentiment toward RBA monetary policy. These factors warrant consideration in the Asian economic calendar. What can we expect for the Thursday session? The futures market signaled a negative start to the Thursday session, with the ASX 200 and the Nikkei down 9 and 60 points, respectively. However, the performance of individual stocks and sectors could vary. For instance, on Wednesday, tech stocks on the ASX 200 rallied on the overnight slide in yields, while oil stocks had a negative session. Similarly, on the Hang Seng Index, hopes of improved U.S.-China relations and central bank policy moves contributed to session gains with Alibaba and Tencent seeing significant surges. That was Simply Economics reporter Michael. Thanks so much for being here. Now, let's shift our focus to the future of commercial real estate. The past few years have been a roller coaster for forecasters, with the pandemic, recession, sudden inflation, and fears of another recession. Amidst all this, what does 2024 hold for commercial real estate? JLL's Global Real Estate Outlook provides some answers, here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent, James. So, James, what does JLL's report say about the macroeconomic picture for 2024? According to JLL, the economic conditions are strong, but the year ahead is expected to be uneven for many real estate markets due to ongoing struggles with inflation and recession risks in some global markets. However, they also note that central banks' efforts to curb inflation became evident towards the end of 2023, leading to a broad market sentiment that interest rates are likely at their peak. JLL forecasts moderate economic growth for 2024 as prospects for recovery improve later in the year. What about predictability and normalization? How does JLL see these factors playing out? JLL suggests that falling inflation could likely mean better predictability regarding consumer and producer prices and construction costs. They expect policy rates to remain stable until a cutting cycle begins in mid to late 2024. While market rates may still face volatility, the direction is now downward, providing some predictability to future debt costs. And how does the report view the role of debt in the CRE market? The consensus is that interest rates have peaked However, JLL notes that it will take time and prolonged stability in index rates to further unlock dry power. The US is currently the furthest in its price adjustment cycle, followed by Europe and Asia Pacific. 
Real estate value declines could mean new equity requirements to meet debt service covenants. JLL suggests that loan maturities will lead to transactions and, in certain cases, distress. What does JLL suggest for investors in this climate? JLL advises CRE investors to balance the financial and asset management challenges within their existing portfolios with the temptation to buy in-demand assets while taking advantage of opportunities over the next couple of years. The successful investor, according to JLL, will have the ability to execute offensive and defensive strategies, effectively deploy resources and make decisions with conviction in a still uncertain climate. Finally, what does the report say about the continued flight to quality? JLL predicts that office tenants will continue to focus on new ways of working and space upgrades, emphasizing location, design, and amenities. They also foresee a mindset shift as corporate real estate leaders move from operating static assets to managing dynamic workplaces, complete with changing occupancy levels and business requirements. An increased focus on sustainability is also expected. Thanks for the insights, James. Now moving from global real estate to European road freight, digital freight forwarder, Sender, has released its second European road freight 2023 year in review. The report focuses on the key trends that shaped the industry in 2023 and provides an outlook for 2024. Here to discuss this in more detail is our correspondent, Abby. Can you tell us more about the report and its findings? Certainly, David. The report is based on proprietary data from Sender's network of approximately 40,000 trucks. It reveals that 2023 was a challenging year for the road freight industry, with global macroeconomic conditions impacting shippers and carriers alike. Road freight demand, which is often seen as a barometer of economic health, experienced a downturn after the record high freight rates of 2022. This led to carriers adopting low-price strategies, resulting in freight rates falling by as much as 9% in the first quarter of 2023. That's quite a significant drop. But the report also mentions that European carrier rates were up by the end of the year. Can you explain why? Yes, despite the initial decline, European carrier rates were up 1% above January 2023 levels by the end of the year. This was largely due to peak season demand and the introduction of new road tolls in Germany in December 2023. These tolls increased costs by up to 83% for carriers operating on German roads, which in turn drove up German freight rates by 6% by the end of 2023. What about the spot market? How did it fare in 2023? The spot market saw a significant downturn in 2023, with a 47% decline in market spot opportunities year-on-year. Year. This was due to unfavorable macroeconomic conditions, which suppressed consumer spending and business orders, leading to an excess of truckload capacity. However, Sender's truckload volume still peaked at 65% above average in the last week of November 2023, indicating that many consumers were waiting for Black Friday discounts before making significant purchases. And what does Sender's co-founder and managing director, Julius Kohler, say about the outlook for 2024? Kohler believes that digitalization is key to navigating the challenges ahead. He says that despite market volatility, Sender is expanding its control tower business model for sustainable growth. They aim to take over 100% of their customers' full truckload business and digitize all parts of the interaction. 
This, he believes, will result in lower costs for their customers and create a reliable demand for base volumes, contracted loads, and spot loads. Abby, your insights are always appreciated. That was Simply Economics correspondent Abby. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Economics. We'll see you back here tomorrow.